uh, that are archived, uh, go to the website zenbitchslap.com. So to set the mood, Paul, I, I, um, I was thinking of, of going back to the ninth step promises on 83 and 84 of the big book uh, for our reading. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will, will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. So take it away, Paul. Well, nice. Thank you, Mickey. Uh, Paul, welcome, everyone. Uh, Thursday. Well, everyone knows this area of the book, I hope, uh, concerning the ninth step and stuff. And uh, so if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. I really like that the emphasis on new, yeah, really. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. So there's that position of neutrality, yeah. You know, uh, we will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down this scale we have gone, we will see that our experience can benefit others. Obviously, that's an observation over time, you know, in, in AA. You see that sometimes the only way to contact a, a real active alcoholic is to be a recovered real alcoholic. <laughs> you know, and so you may have had to gone through what he's or she's going through to really have a, a shared ground to speak from, one from the pitiful, incomprehensible demoralization, the one from the solution, you know, what better match, so to speak. So this is what happened with me in this life after recovery is that I saw, I didn't chant or hope it was true. I saw that everything has value, yeah. Even that stuff that I had deemed to be not valuable at all, which was many years of my life, I saw in the program and in the community of recovery, all that I thought had no value had great value. Yeah. And this is not a rare phenomenon. It's showing you a principle, so to speak. Yeah. What's observing and or claiming to observe and go over and 
critique and measure and weigh your life is fucking insane. And we're hearing its take about us and we're listening to it because it seems to be us talking to us, but it isn't, yes? Its opinion of us isn't the opinion of us that we can live under. So its opinion or idea of happiness, we're going to have a new happiness. Not the happiness that the self professes. We're going to have a new attitude and outlook. We're going to have a new happiness or whatever the other one, freedom. Yeah, Because there's going to be a loss of interest in self. It's just that simple. Yeah. If you're in the act of being identified as self, and from that act, you try to lose interest in self, that's interest in self. Just wear it, see if it fits, yeah? It's a simple dynamic. If knowing it or not, it doesn't matter if you know it or not, if there's the, if you're in seemingly in the act of being identified as self, you're taking a three-year course, how to lose interest in self is interest in self. Yeah. This is an observation. This isn't something we're professing as a, as a, you know, a physic, you know, nuclear physic uh, equation. It's an observation. Self cannot get out of self. Yeah. So, all right. There seems to be a self, and then there seems to be a desire to get out of it, yeah? Now, if that desire to get out of it, which seems pretty damn natural, like if you were in a fucking hot skillet, you would like to jump out of it, yeah? It would seem to be a natural reaction to something that's sort of unbearable to be in would be to get out, yeah? Like if the house was on fire and you didn't think you were the house, it would be appropriate, you'd run right out of the front door and you would escape the house being on fire, yeah? This is, it doesn't work in this case because there's an act of being identified as the house, so to speak. So the identification as the house is bitching about the house is on fire. And then you try to get out of the house that's on fire as the house that's on fire. It's just that simple. This, is a, this isn't personal. This is a dynamic that if you're in one condition, this is the other condition, yeah? The unsuspected condition is not the inner resource, but the act of being identified as something that you're not, yeah? Unsuspected, because if you start suspecting it, you're gonna see through it. It's unsuspected, and the system that wants it to stay unsuspected is what we're listening to. Yeah? So there's an act of being identified as self, and it has an opinion of what it's like to live in self, and it sort of sucks. So then it sets on a course to get out of itself, and it fails. <laughs> Does it learn? No, it just changes the the ship, so to speak. So some of us try to get out of the discomfort by reading when we were a kid, science fiction, watching horror movies, whatever it was, yes? Then we grew a little bit. We found alcohol or alcohol found us. That seemed to work. We went all into that. Yet, but the consequences started to pile up. Then we left that and we went to church or spirituality or Buddhism or whatever. And so this thing keeps trying to get out of self. Yes? It tries a lot of different ways, and then he mixes the ways up. It tries to synthesize or hybridize or add this, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a lot of this. Yes? It's try it doesn't realize the stinking ingredient is the cook. Yeah? It's not what's, what it's cooking. It's the cook itself. You can't get out of the recipe. <laughs> and if you've had relief from it, you can laugh about it. When you're in it, it's fucking quite serious, seemingly. Yeah. But when you're out of it, you can freaking wholeheartedly laugh about it because it's unbelievable. Yeah. So 
first things first in AA, as it says here in this beginning of the uh, promises, it says in this phase of our development. So there's an event in time called recovery. Yes. This phase of our development. What is the most important statement in a linear program? Would be first. Yes. First, there's got to be a quit playing God. And then the next thing is the shelter of the third step. Yeah. Surrendering. If you if you admit you're outmatched with this thing, you surrender to something that's greater than it. Yeah. Now you may find out that that is you in the future, but let's just call it God now or whatever. But you surrender, you turn your will and life over to the care of something greater than what it's under the care of now, which is self. You can't do it, so you make a decision, yeah? And if we do a certain amount of stuff after that decision, which is four through nine, it's gonna trigger that effect. And as it says here, this program is making you promises and it's gonna deliver these promises. You will be restored to sanity concerning the insanity that precedes the first drink. You will be able to live a day at a time, not stopping drinking, not starting it. Yeah. Novel, fucking a pretty good idea. Yeah. Most of us, the only possibility we have was stopping. Yeah. Now we have an incredible new possibility, not starting. <laughs> not starting for 35 years a whole lot of other shit can happen, yeah? Because you know when this starts, a whole lot of other shit, the same old, same old shit happens, yeah? We're going to have new, new possibilities, new adventures, new experiences, not the same old ones, yeah? Yeah. So you got to quit playing God. Okay. If you don't see that which is playing God, as not you, you will try to quit playing God as God, and that's playing God. So we've given you two of the of the secure locks that happen when you try to move out of something, yes, as that's something you want to move out of. Yeah. There's no escape. No escape as self, yeah? Self cannot get out of self. Bingo, yes? That which is playing God cannot stop playing God. Go page 64, the exact nature of the problem. There you go. If you see the exact natures of the problem as not you, you may have the ability to be free from it, which we do have that ability. It's been proven we cannot be free as it. Has it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So finally, you had the feeling of a demonic possession or something evil took you over, or whatever. You were onto something. Let's just fucking formalize it and do an inventory on it and see self's manifestations and how they defeated us. And then carry that spirit throughout the working steps. Yes. You'll bring a whole lot more shit to step six and seven, most definitely. Yeah. Because what's going to be revealed a lot to us is what we're not. It is. It's necessary. Yeah. We got to go through all of its fucking clothing. So then when it wears our clothing, we'll recognize it's not us. Yes. We got to check out the closet, tell the truth. Ba -da -da, da -da -da. We don't have to look at all of its manifestations. You can, if you move to step the 12 and 12 goes into it in a deeper level. But let's just look at the common manifestations and you'll get the main principle, which is you've been defeated by a foreign activity. Yeah. Through the act of being identified as that foreign activity. That's it. I don't think this is not complex. We put the whole thing in a few sentences. Yeah. This, these sentences to me represent principles. You don't need thousands of principles. Yeah. You'll have thousands of effects from the same principle. Know the principles, and you, there'll be a diminishing of those effects. Yeah? So the principle is this. Self cannot get out of self. 
Self, in our experience, drives us to want to do what? Get out of self. Yeah. So self in and of itself is not comfortable. It's sort of hostile. It's too fucking agitated, makes bad, bad decisions, fucking doesn't seem to be able to learn. I got to, if it's me, I got to improve it. And you see it has a very low ceiling of where it can go. And, and <laughs> you can only rehab self so much. Yeah. It's not going to go to finishing school. It's just, it's just not. Yeah. It's just not. So self can't get out of self. Yet there's a desire to get out of self. How can that wish be completed? If you can't get out of it as it, maybe realizing you're not in it, yeah? It doesn't mean you're not in the shit, you're not in all the trouble, but you're not in it, yes? That's all. It's not denying what's going on. It's actually allowing what's going on to point to what is really the cause of what's going on. And it ain't you and it ain't me. It's this movement of self, okay? So there you have it. Self can't get out of self. Maybe I'm not self. So maybe there's nothing really I have to get out of except for the immediate shit. And after the immediate shit is taken care of in this way of life, and it will, yeah? And most, we, most you may have scars, like in my case, getting run over when I was loaded. I have to live with that the rest of my life as a physical experience, yeah? That five fucking minute idea in my head to go to that bar thinking a big party had erupted, which it didn't, yeah. I met a big Chevy Monte Carlo, not a beautiful girl. So <laughs> you may still have some of the, the wounds of the war, but you're free from the act of battle, yes? Hallelujah, really, hallelujah to me. So, okay, what's the most essential aspect of the program? First, you got to quit playing God. Wow. Pretty powerful. Okay. Now I've seen, I've tried to quit playing God. It didn't seem to work. Yeah. Because there was a trying to quit playing God as that, which is playing God. That's why it's the bells are going off. We're not, we're not translating them clearly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not because you're not good enough or this and that it's not working. It doesn't work. That which is playing God cannot get out of that which is playing God. So I see the head that's playing God is not me. That's the out of it, yeah? So first, and then you've got to be clear, self can't get out of self. You just have to be. Or you're going to be on 50 paths, yeah? You're going to go, you're going to go to... Buddhism, and then Judaism, and then Christianity, and then let's say Sufi, and on and on and on and on and on, and it'll be the same you on each path. And so when the path fails, and you go, I got to go to the next, let's say, super radical Buddhism, it's probably going to fail again because you're on it. <laughs> That's the value of it. It's telling you something. All the failures are pointing out something. If you just have the eyes, or let's call it an understanding, to, to get it, you'll see it. Yes? You'll see your life has, been, has had a couple of major themes. One of them was self trying to get out of self. That's basically could capture most of the events of my life for many, many years. Yeah, I felt uncomfortable, did not want to feel uncomfortable and produce consequences that were very uncomfortable. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times you apply it, it's faulty. Yes, get the message. It's a dead horse. Get up, tell the truth about what it was like to ride a dead horse. You're not the horse. You don't have to protect it, defend it, you know, deny it, 
fucking lay it out there. Yeah. I've been afraid of being a fraud and I felt like one all my life. Okay. All right. Uh, this or that, all that. Yes. Just see it. See the defeats. Yeah. Yeah. And then when, as a horse, you see that fucking old jockey come into the barn, you're rightfully going to get uncomfortable. And when it tries to get on you, you're going to throw the fucker off. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to be ridden by that anymore. Yeah. So stay sober, stay on the operating table, follow this simple plan, get your externals okay by doing what we do, get a commitment, be available to others. I'm going to a meeting today at 12 to meet a guy, a kid. I first met him. He was born when I got sober. Yeah. So the first time I met him, he was 21 years old. I had 21 years sobriety. He's been going in and out now. I have 35 years sobriety. 14 years. 14 years of just the, you know, the wash cycle of hell, so to speak. So he got in touch with me. He's up here. I'm going to go to the meeting with him, the noon meeting. Yeah. Going to say anything? Probably not. He knows it all. Just sit there. Let that higher power feel that presence. Yeah. And get on with it. Maybe this is the well, this is going to be the, the time, so to speak. Yeah. 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 Just stay sober today. See what happens. Yeah. What's the best thing you can do? I feel when someone knows it all, just don't say much. Just sit there. Yeah. Sit there. Hopefully what you are, which is recovered, will speak louder than whatever you could say. Yeah. You're fucking recovered. I've been recovered through all these years he's been coming around. Yeah. Nothing's happened with this sobriety. That has, that's a strong message. Yeah, it is, I feel. So just showing up puts out that message. So it's a good day to show up at an AA meeting. So, so yeah, this is beautiful. The promises are incredible. There are observations of effects that happen with, when we live this life because it's not us that's getting affected. It's the disease that has us that's getting affected, yeah? We're going to discover us. Yeah. There's going to be a diminishing of something which is going to enlarge our life. Yeah. And that is that mental condition of selfing, really. We're listening to something that has you pegged as this long lasting, independent, separate thing that shouldn't have done a lot of shit it did and should have done a lot of shit it didn't. Yeah. You're always the topic of conversation all fucking day. <laughs> it's like living with a few monkeys on your back. It's just crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. If you're free from it right now, just enjoy the hell out of it, man. That's the greatest honoring of relief is to enjoy relief. Yeah. To enjoy it is the prayer of relief to be available to it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a point where the prayer is more of an activity or an expression than it is a a, a, a you know a asking or a proclaiming, yeah. Yeah. How can I show my gratitude towards the relief? Relief. <laughs> Enjoy the relief. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty appropriate response. <laughs> Enjoy peace of mind and the new freedom and the new happiness. Yeah. And be and have that you that humble condition of knowing something is doing for you what you can't do for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So when the self seeks new employment you'll realize it's the old employer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 
You know how sometimes somebody starts the whole business and then they get thrown out somehow of their own business by the fucking board of whatever? You ever notice that? The name of the business is this name. They throw the fucker out. It's just like he's not working anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here. And it's always so fresh sobriety. It's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mickey. So, yeah, any whatever you want to do. Thanks, Paul. Do we have any comments, any uh, any questions of Paul, any uh, on anything? Most of all, we deal with the causes and conditions here. You know, uh, Mickey, I used to go to a meeting in Australia, Byron Bay, I think it was every Thursday night. And all we did was go over the promises every week. So we would emphasize one because there's how many statements, eight or something. And yeah. we would just go over the promises. It was a quite nice, quite a, quite a nice meeting. Message of hope, huh? Well, it's powerful because these promises are not empty. They're not empty you promises. Bet. Which is like awesome. you said, they're observations. That's right. Oh. You can tell when the operation is going well. You don't need to wait to the completion of it. Yeah. So when you've been on this operating table for a while, you're pretty much, it's sort of like a chaise lounge now. Yeah. <laughs> it gets comfy, doesn't it? Yeah. Why get up? <laughs> you don't need something that needs to be operated on to stay there. <laughs> yeah. It's true purpose is a chaise lounge. That's great. <laughs> a lazy boy all right i don't know they know in europe what lazy boys are america has some crazy ideas of giant chase lounges <laughs> and i remember the barca loungers <laughs> yeah they have a lot of We've got some giant like aircraft carriers <laughs> that you can move your up and down with the remote and the, the beverage holders, <laughs> just like well, and now they they Enterprise. even have <laughs> now they even have little risers that that get you up. <laughs> you don't even have to <laughs> do you got to keep amping up the yellow shock to get you up. Get out of here. Do something. <laughs> oh, <that's funny. laughs> We're so agitated. We really, we really, really, really have a desire for lazy boys, giant couches that move. <laughs> <laughs> The mind is so fucking active. At least we can let the body rest. <laughs> you ever see those movies or things from Japan? You know, they basically sleep on a very thin sort of thing with a little block for their head. <laughs> we got on their little mats. Yeah. Different degrees of the mattress because everyone needs sleeping pills and shit. We're all so fucking agitated. We can't find any rest. Well, this is where we used to get the solution from the bottle or the bag. I know. Uh, uh, <laughs> Remember the holy grail of recovery? 
they're going to find a pill that will take away oh, yeah. alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> People have been wishing, God wishing for that. <laughs> I probably could get it if it was a pill. If it came in a pill form, I could probably get it. Uh, it's crazy. The problem resides in the mind. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> you can mask its symptoms. We're masters of that. Yeah. It, wasn't that what we were doing? We were masking symptoms coming from the exact nature of the wrong and those causes and conditions. We were masking the symptoms, trying to deny them, whatever. Yeah. Didn't work. Doesn't work. Yes. Yeah. But we had to find the solution with what was causing the problem. <laughs> well, for sure. Yes. And there is a solution, which is amazing. You know, there wasn't really a solution till 1935 in time. Yeah, there wasn't. I mean, people had solutions like phenomena would occur, but there wasn't a formalized solution to this unbelievable condition. And then right. it just popped in, just popped into the world through these guys, you know, through whatever was going on, popped into the world and got established, which is amazing, by a crazy organization called A, A, you know, Alcoholics <laughs> Anonymous. All the, you know, the in, the inmates running the asylum. And it works. Blows your mind, eh? With the <laughs> tradition, the concepts and everything. Yeah. Miranda has her hand up. Let's get... Miranda. Yes, Miranda. I hesitate to interrupt this incredibly lovely conversation, so I hope to contribute to it a bit. Um, I, uh, I thank you, Mickey. Thank you, Paul, um, and everyone else. Um, I had surgery like a week and a half ago, and the whole thing has been so fucking bonkers. Like, I'm just... the. I am, I have so many addictions, like I couldn't even begin to count them <laughs> and throwing in some pills to try and help out, which I'm not taking anymore, um, was this interesting, like experiment and, um, but I really just want to say, like, I, I love the idea of, uh, a meeting that is based on the promises. I kind of feel like that's what this is. Um, and when I like AA fucking drives me nuts, it drives me nuts. The act of addiction to AA that you're constantly bombarded with an AA is crazy. Um, it's also a lot of fun. It makes me, it actually makes me laugh a lot. It brings a lot of laughter to my life. Like the fellowship that I have with other folks in AA who kind of perceive it the same way. And I love how, like the last meeting I was at, I talked to my sponsor about this and she was there, your meeting, Paul, um, your last 12-step meeting. And it, there was this, within the range of that, this, you know, necessity to do the steps seemingly. And then by the end of the meeting, it was talking to someone about like, fuck the steps, basically. <laughs> you're free if you're free from that if you're free from the need for it like you you put it down and you you just be and for me it's like I also I'm 216 days sober today and I have been doing I don't read a, a course of miracles but I read the I've read the lessons every day of my sobriety and about a hundred days ago I started recording them and sharing them with some friends in program because they're so fucking incredibly helpful to me. And I, I don't ask why I don't ask. It's like all of the, 
language that I've rebelled against and hated and been frustrated by. And it's so like, that's kind of my, I talked about this before here. That's kind of my trifecta right now, or just the lessons every day. I, I, I pick them up. I read them. I share them. And it's so incredibly helpful. And, but I don't obsess about it. I don't do like, I don't, follow the instructions necessarily. It's just um, really just an expression of gratitude for the obliteration of thought bullshit, like that there's an alternative. And um, I, this body is just reaching, it's reaching for relief. It's reaching for like, you're talking about the fucking lazy boy. Like my problem right now seems to be that I don't want to allow this body the rest that it needs to recover. Like I'm keeping myself busy because I'm scared of depression. I'm someone who has lived like, I've talked about it, like living in the shadow of the reaper since I was a really small child, like very intense, agonizing depression. And it was really like a, a sense that like the way that everything everybody is doing around me is fucked up. Like, <laughs> Why aren't we talking about the fact that like, we're just like, why aren't we just constantly blown away and reveling in the fact that like, we are just seemingly like on this rock in the middle of space and everyone's just busying themselves, avoiding discussion of their actual fears. And I sense that from the time I was a really small child. And now I have this space where people just, they really just express their deepest fears, like in truth. And it is all the liberation from the separation for me. That's like, if someone's upsetting me, I'm like, oh, wow, like I'm upset. I'll just like say it. <laughs> like um, I'm feeling depressed. And in a, a lot of the last like week and a half, it's sharing a meaning like I feel absolutely insane. I just feel insane. Uh, like a handful of days ago, I wanted to kill myself. Like that was just all I could think about is just fucking just get this fucking over with already and just sharing it. And then it, it's just that, that is like really loosening this sense of separation is just when I feel like when all of the feelings and thoughts are trapped in here and I'm not expressing them, um, I feel separate. And when I just fucking just say it out loud and so much of program is about honesty. It's like, I want to leave AA all the time. And, but I'm not going to like, there's, there's, I, I remember take what works and leave the rest. I remember relax and take it easy. I remember the promises, things like that. And that's why I'm here. And I get to remind other folks that are like, fuck program. I can't deal with the shit. And I'm like, well, you know, like that's, that's cool. Maybe it's not for you. Actually they're, you know, different, they're alternatives. People get sober different ways, but if it's just because you feel like you're out of place here, we, that you can work with that. Like there's room, there's room, the, the whole, like it, it it becomes very religious for some people. And if you're someone who just naturally like rails against the religiosity, like you don't have to subscribe to that. You can take what works and leave the rest. You can rely on outside help. Like the book suggests you can take everything as a suggestion. Like the book reminds us to do. You can find like an awesome motherfucker, like Paul Hederman, who can help translate the shit for you and do it a different way. And um, I'm so, so fucking grateful for you, Paul. I love you. I know like it makes you really uncomfortable and squirming when people say that. So I just want to just fucking tell you, I love you so much. I'm so, so grateful for you in this space. Bless up, motherfucker. <laughs> well, it's always a pleasure to see you, honey. A lot of people here, when they come, it seems like they've never left. So you're one of those. Oh, great. Yeah. All this stuff is necessary 
until it isn't. And there's, you know, recovery purposes. It really does. Yeah. So there's phases where uh, true to yourself doesn't mean it's always, or true to whatever, doesn't mean uh, that expression is always the same. There's lots of periods you go through to get to uh, a much sort of like a calm neutrality. Yeah. So for me, what has been like, I'm just trying to have gratitude for the fact that it's a fucking roller coaster right now. Like in an hour, I could be so convinced of whatever bullshit is going on. Like, and it's this very rapid cycling right now. And it is forcing me to surrender. It's just like, it, it is like very clear yeah, what the truth appears to me, I'm exactly what you're saying. That's so critical. And I'm glad you said that because I certainly did not mean truth as in some fucking absolute something to grab onto. Like it is just realizing for me, this is just seemingly like what is happening and, and sharing that experience and something fucking really cool happened. My, my son, he's out of town, but his girlfriend is staying here and hanging out with me. I I live in a fucking multi-generational crazy house right now. And, um, but there's a lot of love here. And she just got this call that this was so beautiful. She was freaking out. She, her poor uncle is like having this emergency surgery. He's in and out of the hospital right now with cancer. And he's like early forties. And um, so she gets this call. Her car's broke down. She's like, what do I do? Like, I have to go to a meeting in a minute. And she, I'm like, oh, Jude's car. My son, his car is here. Like, you can take his keys. And I just hugged her. I'm like, just get there safely. You can relax. And your video was on. And she walked out and she saw you laughing. And she knows that this is like this thing that I do, that I come here and I listen to you. And she laughed. She heard your laugh. And she laughed out loud in the midst of that feeling overwhelmed and I'm like you gotta watch Paul with me sometime and she was like yeah I will for sure that's the last thing I said to her before she went to the hospital well well I not much to say so but I I really care a lot about you and yeah Yeah, there's a lot of roller coasters on the roller coaster ride. Just have a realization you're not getting off the roller coaster ride. Yeah. And these things will pass that you're calling the roller coaster that you love to get off of. Just tell the truth about you are the roller coaster, so to speak. And I got to tell the truth about the fact that I love the roller coaster. I fucking love it. I love roller coasters. Like it's just well, there you go. fucking relax. And my sponsor told me like roller coasters are awesome if you remember to scream. And that was just like boom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This shit's yeah, fun, man. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, things change. Yeah. Nice to see you, honey. Nice to Stay see you too, man. Right? Yeah, fucking A. Yeah. It's helping. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is, for sure. All right, anyone else? Uh, Mika, Mickey, I mean. Mika, Mickey, Mickey. You're muted, Mickey. Sorry about that. Thank you, Kurt. (laughs) Anyone else, Mickey? I, I don't see any hands, Paul. Well, let's uh, check in on everyone then. Let's see, uh, how's Christy Silva doing? All right. Doing yes. pretty good, yeah. Hey. Doing pretty good. good. Yeah, life is good. wonderful. Thank you for asking. Every time I check in on Sally, I find her fully participating. Yeah, yeah, there she is. She's fully participating whatever she's doing i caught you fully participating wow there was a lady that uh 
she was constantly worrying. So she would be sitting in a car next to me and I'd be driving. And every once in a while, I'd just go like this with my hand in front of her and she snapped out. And she thought it was so amazing that I knew when she was worrying, but she was constantly worrying. So it didn't matter whenever I did it, it caught her. But she thought it was like a miraculous psychic power. It was just no, at any moment, if I did this, it would bring her back out. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are not all the phases you move in and out on the roller coaster. We are not any of those conditions. We are moving through those conditions. And while we're moving through the conditions, we're reacting to those conditions from another condition we're moving through, which is selfing. Yeah. So if you see that other moving condition that thinks it's stable and nothing should happen, it doesn't like it, all these opinions, that is also moving. So the idea of you is just like the phases you move in and out of. It's a fucking activity. What you are is spirit, awareness, presence, whatever you want to call it, like intelligent, nothingness, whatever. It's a spacious, not formed, not defined, not doesn't have a height or a reach. It just is. You're awake, yeah? There's an existence now that's pumping the blood, beating the heart. You have nothing to do with most of the major faculties of the action figure because something knew better to give you any power, really. So the head is just yapping as if it's the doer of shit. When basically everything is is being illuminated or driven by an existence, I am, they call it. It doesn't, but we're living a story seemingly, or actually we got to hear it because it's playing that I am Paul. And what happens with us as alcoholics, we've got extremely obsessed with this idea of Paul at the expense of the I am. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the influence of the I am on Paul. And that's when that I am influence on Paul starts occurring, then there's a new freedom and a new happiness, a new ability to enjoy peace of mind, because these are all of the I am. Yeah. They're not of the Paul. Yeah. So remember, you think you're of Paul, but you're seemingly in Paul. Yeah. You're seemingly in Paul. You're not of Paul. Yeah. You are not of a body, obviously. If you've ever seen someone who you thought was a body and then saw the body that you thought he or she was and it was dead, it was pretty clear in a moment that they weren't the body. Even though for 50 years, every time you saw them, you saw them as a body because you're seeing you as a body. But when the I am doesn't seem to be in Paul, Paul looks pretty fucking inert. <laughs> Paul doesn't look like Paul anymore. Yeah. So the head is overdeveloped. The program of AA diminishes it. And in that loss of interest in self, all these other possibilities become probable. To such a point, many of them are, have been called promises in recovery. Yeah. So we promise you because they had great confidence that what they were getting relieved of wasn't of them. It was something other than them. And people who came later who suffered from the same thing they were suffering from would have the same type of relief. And they made promises to us based on that recognition, which is fucking beautifully clear. So when you read the, the they're they're writing about the effects of recovery in 2023. It sounds just like when they were having it in 1935, because they were not recovering from Bill Wilson. They were recovering from the bondage of self, which is now in 
it's always contemporary yes it's 2023 but it's the same same as 1935 yes and it adheres to us exactly the same way by convincing us it's us yeah it doesn't convince us it's us it convinces us it's me <laughs> really the me there would be freedom in us but there's not freedom as this obsessive point of ideation called paul it wouldn't be so the us is very freeing tell you the truth so yeah it's important to bang in bang away uh because the problem will claim to have the relief from it yeah it has a natural it, it's its mo is that it claims whatever we bring it into contact with we as existence when we as existence bring the head into contact with something, the head claims it, yeah? And then uses it to reinforce the story of Paul. That's all. It does it all day. It's no, you have, you did not choose it. You're not guilty for it. You're at the effect of it. If you don't understand what's going on, yeah? And we're attempting to put out a simple understanding about what's going on to start limiting the effect that that fucking activity has on us, yeah? So selfing can go on and you can be living life free from self. It can, yeah? Selfing is just a mechanical activity. You're not doing it. It's just a beautiful thing because everyone believes that doing all this shit, they have nothing to do with. It's just insane, yeah? You're compelled to do a lot of shit. There's fucking things living in your intestinal tract that cause a drive to want to eat sugary fucking flowery cakes because they want that sugar because that's their fuel. So a little fucking thing, a bug called candida that's living in your intestinal tract has you driven to the Entenmann store to buy fucking pastries. And now the insanity of it, we make a whole story about how much we love pastries. When the compulsion is coming from a fucking fungus in our intestinal tract. If that's already all been proven, the parasite uses the host to, for transportation. And the the insanity of us is we we align ourselves with a narration of us getting to the parasite's destination. <laughs> it's just amazing. I, I self-hatred. We have some weird ways of explaining it. I'm my own worst enemy. Self-hatred. Yes, but really, it's an unclear recognition of what the fuck is driving us. Yeah, We end up at a destination. We can't imagine where we would ever want to end up in that destination. And we got to make up a fucking story. The head does. So it makes up a story that you're a pastry lover. You're not a fucking pastry lover. Something wants that sugar and it doesn't, can't buy it. It can't get out. It has to convince this form of transportation to drive there. And I think everything is, I think with self-centeredness, we are the most easiest thing to take over because the takeover will be disguised as a personal narrative. You won't even recognize that something's using you for transportation. Yet you go to meetings and you see something used everyone in this meeting as transportation and we ended up at jails, institutions, and death. There's so much evidence. Just open your fucking eyes. Yeah. You're sitting in a room and you've, you've all of you with, a, with an incredible sense of uniqueness and self-centeredness are surprised your city with all these other motherfuckers, but you've all been driven by the same fucking thing to the same destination. Yeah. We give it the name self, so let's call it that. But it's an activity. It's not a thing. You're the thing that it uses as its activity. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane, man. It's insane. You know how many times I met this kid I've gonna meet today? 
and how many times I haven't met that kid, every time I meet him, I meet alcoholism. That's what I meet. That's the first thing I meet. Sounds the same old fucking same old. Yeah. There's a beautiful character underneath there, but it's difficult to get to because the representative, I know the representative. I've met thousands of them. That it's like a lawyer that represents a whole fucking group of people. I recognize it. When it starts talking, I know what's going on. Yeah. Because it's I've heard it in me and I've heard it in thousands of others. You know how many. How many alcoholics I've met and how many few people I've met? I've met very few people. I've met a lot of alcoholism. I have. I mean, for all intents and purposes, alcoholism was the dominant theme in that event called Jim or Steve. It was. Yeah. That's why I did better in an institution because they saw me as an alcoholic and I was getting pissed because they didn't see me as Paul. Thank fucking God. Yeah. They didn't have any vested interest in me and their guidance was the best I had for years. Yeah. I have a huge amount of interest in me, the me that I'm not, and my God guidance is what caused the incredible unmanageability. I mean, you don't need... All you need is just just point to the page. You know it when you read it. You know it. Yeah. Something took us over. Let's tell the truth about it. I do not want to be beholden to its behavior that came through me after 35 fucking years of sobriety. I don't. Yeah. When's at least, you know, the judicial system has a statute of limitations. Where's the statute of limitations in the mental condition? There isn't one. It goes back to shit you had nothing to do with. Constantly going over the files. Yeah. Just to produce more discomfort now. It's insane. It's like slavery. Hmm. See, the funny thing is, you know, when they, in history, when they proclaimed the end of slavery, slavery did not end. The same effects, the same conditions were going on in the, in the Reconstruction period. They did the same motherfucking thing. So now here you are, someone has told you you have a solution, you've been freed from slavery, but it doesn't seem like it. So here's a lot of us. We come into AA, we're not drinking and using, and we've been emancipated seemingly, but we're not. We're not traveling lighter. We are, on one level, we're not burdened by incredible consequences, jail and court appearances, but still, yeah, the slavery continues. The underlying causes and conditions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, the, the slaves were freed, 1865. They weren't, yeah. Oh, I've been sober since 1988. Well, yes, physically, but does the problem still reside in you? I like that condition they describe as the problem does not exist for us anymore. That's a fucking incredible condition. And I believe it can stabilize if the problem does not exist as us anymore. As us, not for. That's good, but really, what's really good as when the problem does not exist as us. Because to me, that's its true life expectancy. Its term of life is existing as us. Yeah. Let's just tell the truth, bring it to six and seven, ask that power to reconfigure it. Yeah. Yeah. And then get ready and go to a meeting. Yeah. So that's it. Let me say goodbye. I got to, I'm going to, I got to go to a meeting. <laughs>
<laughs> now he may not even show up, but does that matter? No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Miranda, thank you. It's always a pleasure to hear your travel log. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kerry, as always, how are you doing over there, bro? It's all right in the big island? Yeah, we're on the rainy side. Um, you know, I was working the last three days. I didn't even know what's going on, but people are texting. And uh, yeah, so oh. I looked it up. It was bad, man. In Maui, a lot of people died, like 36, people jumping in the water. Towns are being destroyed. But uh, yeah, well, it's I know good. Those Lahaina got it, and I know that area, you know, that that front street i walked many times completely burnt down and then the big banyan trees are gone they had those huge huge trees they got fucking whacked yeah i wanted to see if i can find maybe you can help me find uh i know someone there it wouldn't be bad if you anyone's motivated to donate it may be good to give some cash in that direction because did you see all the cars just completely incinerated? I mean, fuck. No, I didn't see that. I heard it. Oh. But yeah. I'm... Yeah, I watched the video because uh, because we've been there a lot. And so, yeah, that a lot of people don't have a car anymore. Yeah. And sometimes it's necessary, obviously. Fucking it's super important to have transportation. But yeah. All right. I'm happy you guys are all right and everything. Mickey, nice to see you. Steve in San Diego. Sally, fully participating. Lebowski. Lebowski, that was a very good name. You're always going to trigger a sense of uh, uh, contentment, happiness, based on my Cohen brother addiction. The Lebowski, yeah. Very good move. Roman, nice to see you, Roman. Oh, looks like a nice, clear, late day in Germany or early morning, wherever. Yeah, beautiful. All right, John in Florida, nice to see you as always. Nina, yes. Getting ready for Sicily, Nina. I know that. <clears throat> yeah, I'll meet you at the airport, honey. John K. Shannon Corkery. <clears throat> She's actually in Canada. I thought she was in Ireland. I think she's in Canada. I may be mistaken now. Chris B. I know he's in Massachusetts. Boston area. Yeah. Kurt Z. Down in Redondo Beach. I've been in that room. Yeah. Mark R. Nice to see you, Mark. Yeah. You can put a little salt on that canary eating. It's good. It's nice to see you. Yeah. Greg in Minneapolis. Always a pleasure. Nice to see you, Greg. I hope everything's well. Painting the house. Remember, today, Paul. Uh, you're painting the house. Yeah. I figured if it works for you, maybe it'll work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Doing windows today. <laughs> ah, windows. Yeah, yeah, no, no time for cancer. <laughs> oh, great, Thanks. great. Yeah. You know yeah. what? When I my my painting career is coming to an end, I became I had a very specific. Uh, I could only I was like four feet and below. I could do baseboards and. <laughs> That was it. I couldn't be standing on my legs anymore all day. So it got really limited until it just went out one day, the house painting. Yeah. That's good. It's good. Yeah. You can easily get into a zone doing it, eh? Absolutely. That's yeah. why I like it. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's easy, that one. Oliver, yes. as always. Nice to see you, bro. Mia, I, I got a strange uh, rumor that you're coming back up. So I hope to see you up here, honey. Michael Stacy, as always. Christine in Kona. So she's on the drier side of the Big Island. Darlene S. K. 
Cassandra. Thank you, Cassandra. Just gobble it up, Cassandra. It's all, yeah. Kimia, Jane G in Mill Valley. Nice to hear. See, Jane. Let me see if I got anyone else. I think that's all that's here right now. Everyone took a uh, break. Nope. I can't get to the other page anyway. Hey, listen, always great, Mickey. Thank you. And everyone else, Michael, Stacy, Miranda, everyone. I really appreciate the community. Uh, yeah. You know, if you keep getting brought to water, you may find that you're of water, yeah? So the satsang <laughs> just keeps bringing you back to the same space and then you realize it never goes anywhere yeah it, it's not you've already missed the point of arrival you're never left that's the whole point yeah this idea of, of arriving is of a mental recognition yeah because the mental looks through time so sees here now as an arrival but you've never left yeah yeah yeah. It's always right, now, thanks. huh? We'll see you guys. Yeah. Thanks, 